back to another episode. I'm Brandy. I'm Haley. I'm Rachel. And this is She, Me, Her, the podcast. We don't know how you got here. We don't know how you stumbled upon our podcast, but we're happy that you did. All right, guys. So this is a special excerpt from our last episode that was not included, but we really wanted to share it with you guys. So we hope you enjoy it. Thanks. When did you realize your timeline wasn't going to work, and how have you adjusted your outlook since then? Child. Rachel, you better come with the question. question. Child, now. I said, oh, I thought I was going to be married at um, 20. When I was a little kid, I thought I was going to be married a CEO with a child by the time I was like 25, 26. Mm -hmm. I'm about to be 25 next week. So I was like, that's not happening. Um, Yeah, I realized that my timeline of being married by 28. I mean, I don't know what God has in store, but I'm starting to be like, you know what? Rip up the timeline because rip up the list, rip up the list. Because whenever I'm ready and whatever God sends me that person is going to be whenever, whatever age it is, but I'm not going to rush it and force something and potentially end up with the wrong person just to meet that timeline that I set. Right. So I'm just going with the flow. Honestly, truly. Rachel, can you repeat the question again? When did you realize that your timeline, your lifetime, yes, oh, okay, wasn't gonna work, and how have you adjusted it since then? Okay, I'm gonna pass it off to the guests first. If you guys like to answer, um, I realized that my life timeline <laughs> wasn't gonna work shortly out of high school. I was still trying to force mine. You know, um, I not a lot of people know like my big picture story of everything that I my goals and everything. But I did pretty much dance through high school. My goal was to be some kind of dance therapist. I didn't get into a single dance program at any college that I applied at. You know, and that ruined my plans. You know, and like after a year or two being in college and just like hopping from major to major. I was just like, this ain't working, you know, like, I'm not doing what I enjoy doing, failing classes, you know, I'm hopping from major to major, I don't know what I want to do, I'm not interested in any of this, you know, and from there, it was just like, okay, let's figure out, you know, like, let's just find passion, you know, like, that's, that's the goal, is yeah. to find something that sets my soul on fire, mm-hmm. you know? And so at that point, it was just go with the wind, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just see what happens. And it's like, I was actually talking about this at my anniversary dinner the other night was we set goals when I was in massage school. They said, told us to write a letter to ourselves for five year goals. And I didn't know what to write. I don't even know what that paper is anymore, yeah. you know? But like, I know that I had an end goal, yeah. you know? And like, if I can set my mind towards my end goal and like what I want to be doing, where I want to be sitting, you know, at the point where I'm the happiest or the most joyful in my life, then I can make little steps and put it in and add it into, you know, my life plan to make it yeah. work like yeah. that. But I mean, I definitely, when I was in high school, I said I wanted to be married by 25 and having kids by like... 27-ish, you know, but, like, mm-mm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I am totally good with how I like being going. a fun TT, mm-hmm. um, and I'm fine with that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, when we realized our life was going to work, how we planned, that's the question? Yeah. Um, In college, I was gung-ho on not graduating from the very expensive Baylor University with a teaching degree. Mm-hmm. I was I was so against it because how dare I? 
get that much government money and come out with a teaching <laughs> degree. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so yeah, maybe junior year when I switched my major. I switched it all the time. It was when you went to right after you went to Africa for the first time. So twenty fifteen, sixteen, whatever. Yeah, early yeah. teens, whatever. Um, so I originally planned to be either a biomedical engineer or obstetrician. I don't know which one I wanted to do, but let's go for it because I took all of these tests and it was like, hey, you're black, you're good at math, you know, STEM career. Mm-hmm. And I just followed that ridiculous thing with Jigger. Um, so yeah, I originally went to Baylor for engineering, was playing around freshman year, being a chicken head, um, and so that didn't work out. So I was like, let's do neuroscience. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the nervous system and the brain and all of that. Neuroscience was great. I was still kind of playing around a little bit, and then I only stuck with that because that white man basically told me I need to find something else to do, and I said, do you know who I am? I'm, I'm playing. So I retook some classes and passed them just because he told me I needed to not pursue the medical field anymore. Um, and then after that, yeah, I went to Africa, and it was like, hmm, maybe I am supposed to be somebody teacher. So, yeah, once I finally switched my major to become a teacher, I was like, so life is not going how we plan. Um, I don't really ever remember, like, an age for when, like, I went to be married and have kids. I just know that's something that I did want. Um, but, yeah, I guess in college I figured out this is not going how we planned at all. Yeah. And um, I looked down upon teachers because I was just like, bleh. The scum of society. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody cares about teachers. They work too hard. They're not paid that much. But um, I love teaching. Mm-hmm. I love these bald-headed, raggedy children that y'all keep sending to us to fix. Um, I love them all in yeah. all shades, races, color sizes, and attitudes. Um, yeah. It's so. Definitely a purpose. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. You tried to fight it. I did. I was uh, against like, it. Girl. You already God know. got a funny way of turning you right back around. Like, no, we're going to send this right back Listen, around. Listen, he, he had to kick me. He sent me across the world. Kick me out of school. Um, and then I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to yeah. be a teacher. And then I magically ended up back in Baylor. Yeah. So, yeah. Just so He'll whoop you if you need it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in the middle of my shifting season, though. Especially, like, with my job and oh, stuff. Because I gave myself. Definitely. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. I gave myself three to five years at where I am now. But I'm about to be out. So, I was kind of like. And then I was pushing back grad school because I was like, oh, I was late. Like, I see myself working my way to senior and then leave. But I knew that wasn't where I wanted to be. But I was just kind of like, well, I was comfortable. And that's my thing. When I get comfortable, I'm like, well, I mean, hell, it's paying me well. Like, it's okay. But things just went to hell after that. Like, with my boss, with everything. And I was just super uncomfortable. And I'm like, all right, God, you trying to push me out. You really trying to push me out. So it's kind of like figuring out where I'm supposed to be because I was talking about this with my god brother I was like I'm one of those I'm like I got my degree in freaking in freaking finance and accounting like I'm supposed to be doing something in that field I've always had a passion with that but now I'm starting to realize maybe it's something completely different what I imagined right so just kind of figuring out okay god where are you trying to lead me I mean my boss she asked me one question one time she was like so what do you want to do out of life I'm like why are you asking this I don't know I'm only 24. Like, I yeah. literally don't know. I'm the most indecisive person. I was like, I can't tell you what I want for dinner tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I want for the rest of my life. I'm trying to figure this out. But I know it's not this. Yeah. So, yeah. Brandy. 
I I figured it out in college. I just kind of messed my own life up at the moment. <laughs> I just did it myself. Um, so I kind of I knew growing up that I was supposed. To, oh, fun fact: I used to want to be a paleontologist when I was a kid. Like I was obsessed with dinosaurs. I wanted to like do that for a living, like dig up dinosaur bones, but. Mm. I surely realized that <laughs> paleontology doesn't only consist of dinosaurs. Like, you you have to do other things. I was like, that's, I was Jurassic Park in my favorite movie, so that's why. <laughs> Fun fact. But, um, yeah, I always knew or figured that I should have been doing something where I could be creative. Yeah. Got to college, said, you know what? I was an engineering major, mechanical engineering major for my freshman year. Switched that, and I said, you know what? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm currently, like, kicking myself, like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, but I'm good at it. You know, I do my job. Like, it, it, I, but it doesn't set my soul on fire. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just, like, and my, my job is just too stressful to the point where it's, it's, like, I can't have a job that is this stressful and not absolutely love what I'm right, doing exactly. because it's not worth it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you, Haley, my boss is, like, you know, what do you see for your career? Where do you want to be? And every time I'm just... Child, I don't know. You may know. I don't know because I know for a fact it's not. This isn't what I want to do. So I have yeah. no answer for them. Yeah. So college, I figured out. I was like, well, I mean, college. It's kind of like the opposite. Like in college, I was like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. What am I saying? Cut it. Cut it. Always ready. So I think it's like for me it was like the opposite like I, I knew in high school what I should have been doing what I kind of wanted to do got to college I saw dollar signs so I switched it mm -hmm. and that's never ever ever a reason to, to pick a major to pick ever. a job like yeah, that's not yeah. but because for me I, it's like I know what type of life I want to live yeah. and so I was like what's gonna, what job is going to get me there but it's like mm -mm. I can't even tolerate the days like every, every <laughs> yeah. single day is a struggle for me so yeah. it's like it's not worth it so for me I think I'm in the season of trying to figure out I know where I want to be. I know what I want my life to look like. What can I do that I love that's going to get me there? And right. so that's what I'm trying to figure out. But as far as other things outside of just my career, like I thought I was going to go to college, meet my, my boyfriend, Girl. my college sweetheart, get mm, married, same. 25, 26, have kids about two to three years later. Child. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Nothing. Here we are. I just started dating, so here. I mean, you know, thirty it is. I don't. Right. I'm looking. I might. I don't even know. I don't know what that looks like, and yeah. I, I don't want kids before thirty. I was like, oh, I'm doing yeah. nice. Twenty eight, twenty nine. No, absolutely not. Hell no. So that's no, another no. thing yeah. I'm gonna just throw in as an educator um, mm. and the things that I see. Please don't be out here having these children and you not ready for them. Mm -mm. Because they it's literally another human being that you are responsible for. Yeah, it is yeah. a human being that is coming here with an empty slate that you are responsible for putting stuff on. And so just... Mm. It's more than just an Instagram picture. I, I, yeah, I ain't rushing. Baby. They're not an accessory. I ain't rushing to have nobody's child because you're... Uh, it's just... That is a whole human being that you're responsible for molding and directing and, like I said, putting stuff on their plate. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, they're gonna just find whatever and put it on there, and then it's a it's a it's a ball of confusion that y'all expect educators to scramble through and reorganize and structure. And that's yeah. it's unfair. It's reality, and I do my job. Um, but y'all, having kids ain't no joke, and that's not something to be taken lightly. At all. Also, to add a two cents in, stop 
having kids, thinking it's going to mend your relationship or bring you closer together. That's another one. Baby, we need a whole episode on that. (laughs) Right. Because that's not how it works. You are literally bringing more dysfunction and a empty slate into a dysfunctional relationship and you're just screwing them up. That's all you're doing. You're literally just screwing up a cycle continues. And it manifests in ugly ways. Right. It's rare America. when a child is just so polite and just really nice at growing up in dysfunction. It's very rare. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, oh, well, my timeline. Um, whew. You know, I tried to hold on to my timeline even after college. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? You sure did. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Just throw me under the bus. <laughs> because I was still with my high school sweetheart. I was like, you know, we can make it work. We can make it work. But God slapped me. <laughs> no. Should have had a V8. Slapped me right upside my head. Um, yeah, it it literally took God taking everything that I was comfortable with and saying, no, yeah. this ain't it. For me to realize, oh, okay, so I'm not going to be married by, like, 25, 26. I'm not going to, you know, be at this comfortable job and then starting a family. Oh, okay. Um, and that was really just me shifting into, okay, it's not my time. It's God's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just allowing it to play out how he wanted it to play out. Because I had gotten to the point where it was like, well, no, God, like, I want to do this and I want to do that. Yeah. And it's like... That's yeah. not the point. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is not what you're here for. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he don't operate on our timeline. Yeah. Right, no. right. He said, you are not the director of this show, so step aside. He, he, all he. I hear is me, me, me. I, I, I hear that it's not about yeah. you. It's yeah. about me. Yes. <laughs> so, he literally said, that's cute. That was literally when I had to step back and be like, okay, what is my purpose? Yeah. And that's when I started my journey of searching and just being like, okay, why am I here? What What does God want me to achieve for Him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get there to mm-hmm. where you are committed to you and what you are here for, and that is like your main focus, then somebody else who is like that mm-hmm. comes, comes in your pathway and then you can see them. You can see them because as you are going down your path, they're going to go down theirs, and at some point, both of y'all paths are going to meet. Right. Instead yeah. of you getting off the path, going into the woods, getting lost, Hansel, Gretel, somebody catch you. It's a whole mess. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a whole mess. But if you stay on your path, and if you are operating in your purpose, mm-hmm. and you let some people off your path, because that's important, too. You, yeah. you, you got to drop some folks off yeah. or leave them out when they fall out the car. Go ahead and leave them out there. Yeah. Stop Close going back, reversing and getting them. <laughs> yeah. okay? Stop that. And as soon as we do that, living with purpose and or just striving for searching for that, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that person is gonna come. Y'all perhaps gonna meet, yeah. Yeah. and then now y'all looking at the same thing and focusing, and you know, yeah. it's only it's, up from there. It's also being able to, like y'all said, relinquish what you had in mind. Mm-hmm. Because the minute I'm like, God, not my will, but your will be done. Right past yeah. it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever it is, and even when I would talk to people, even with my jobs, you know, whatever, I would be like, 
have your way. If this is what you have for me, if this is what you want, like I said before in previous episodes, give me a sign, give me something, or whatever you want me to do, the answer is yes. And sometimes it's very uncomfortable. Like the season I am now, like with my job now, this whole about to end. So like <laughs> even <laughs> being completely transparent, it's uncomfortable. I'm like, well, dang, what am I about to do? But trusting that your plan is bigger. So they may, you know, it may go one way and good for the people that are still there, good for the people in relationships, good for everybody else. But just because that's their path and that's them, that doesn't mean that that's mine and being okay with that and trusting that it is always a bigger plan. Yeah. 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 And I have one more note on that is just kind of feeding into like, like Brandy said about having this idea of this is the life that I want to live. The one thing about living in purpose mm-hmm. is that we we always talk about God's going to grant us the desires of our heart, you know, yeah, yeah. and purpose isn't ours, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I found massage therapy. It's not by chance. It popped up on Pandora, you know, a thousand yeah. times, you yeah, know, like, yeah. I was like, maybe I should try this. <laughs> yeah. And I've tried to quit so many times, you know, like I've cried. I've literally just, it's been so much, yeah. you know, but the one thing that we realize about purpose is yes we have this vision of how we want our life to go but that's going to come as we follow the direction and the path that god gives us you know and follow along with the people that are coming into our lives to help us out and taking our our feelings and internalizing taking all that stuff that we feel and that we feel like we have passions about and and have i guess our our hobbies our gifts and stuff like that and taking them and running with it and he puts things in the place he's like okay well here's this you know now you're playing with this you started doing this finally okay now here's this i'm gonna give you this you know like okay now here's this and then slowly but surely it develops into something that it's like i never expected me you know massaging somebody's feet to turn into like a whole you know empire of some sort you know and so i feel like taking it's important to drop everything you know drop every idea that we have of our life what we want it to be who we want to be with you know how we want it to go the timeline that we want it to be on the job that we want to have i mean literally every little thing we have to surrender that and just let it be you know and we're gonna get some of the things that we want the some of the things that are on our list you know some of the things that we've always said that we wanted, but a lot of those things will be honestly a lot better than what we could have ever imagined. So, yeah. and too, when you do that, your list starts to change. Exactly. Yeah. And when you do that and it starts yeah. to change, you're not so like distraught that yeah. what you originally planned is not working out because that's not my plan anymore. No exactly. And people need to be okay with like the plan changing. Yeah. Let things change. Change is a sign of progress and right. growth. So, mm-hmm. when you do all of that, that list changed anyway. Yeah. So, like, what you stressing about? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the season of God is looking down at me like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Like, Look. and you didn't listen, so here you are. So, <laughs> looking at ashy. Figure it out. Like, yeah. so, I would right. say with this podcast and stuff, too, it's, it's kind of crazy how everything's aligning, but how I know that God's still in the center of it, it's just the doors that have been opening up. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, dang. Yeah, okay. and that's exactly how it works. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly how it works. And I don't want look, I know you probably joking, but mm-hmm. God's not doing that. You know, like it's not Yeah. yeah. 
this, this, this. It's okay. Now that you realize that this was the plan and maybe you made a different decision. I was talking to one of my friends. They're like, do you think, you know, life is like a maze, you know, or it's like this, this, this. I'm just like, it's a maze. And you're going in different places and you have a direction, you know, and if you follow and listen for the sounds, maybe there's sounds at the end of the the maze, you know. If you listen for those sounds, then you're going to be guided in the right direction. But when you hear something else back here, you go off, you're going to hit a dead end. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean that you're not going to make it back to your original path, you know, and you still have an end goal. Those sounds at the end of the maze are still there, still Mm -hmm. waiting for you, still calling out. You just have a couple distractions along the road, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have something for that, but I'm going to save that for the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, the, we were supposed to be on dating, but you know, it happens. The Holy Ghost is like, chop it up, make it another episode. Because <laughs> it's, it's important because I think what we're all talking about, it, it kind of leads to peaks. Yeah. And yeah. I think there is, like, I, I say this probably every episode there is nothing in life, no amount of money, no man, woman, fam, nothing in life worth your peace of mind. Yeah. And there is nothing like two people who are at peace with yes. their own lives coming together. And yeah. I think that's when you you really found, like, to, I always talk about being equally yoked. I think yeah. that's when you find that. And so I think it's important at our stages for us to get ourselves together before we try to come together with someone else. Yeah. Right. And you want somebody, right. like Lexus said, y'all are both. Same path in your path to meet up at yeah. the same time. Like, y'all both have that foundation. Yeah. And I've seen it even in my own family, what it's like when you don't. When one person has a stronger foundation than somebody yeah. else, yeah. and it is rocky, and it's all these issues that could have been avoided if we didn't try to play God right. instead yeah. and do his time and do, and do his work. If we would have just sat back and waited... And I think a lot of times, too, like we said before, looking at people our age are getting married and having kids. And so feeling like, oh, I want that right now. And instead of just kind of taking the time back to, okay, congratulations for you. This is not my season right now. And learning and truly getting to know yourself. Like I said it before, I was like, I don't want people to fake it to know me. Like you're only trying to get to know me to get one thing. But then I had to reassess like, well, hell, Haley, you fake getting to know you too. Mm. Because mm. in a sense, mm. <laughs> in a sense, be honest. Come on. Right? In a sense, I was trying to get to know myself and say I was working on myself in the hopes that it would trick God in sending somebody my way. Expose yourself. No, I was like, honestly. And so when oh. I had to, it was really just recently when I had to be like, nah, I'm for real chilling and really learning me the things that I need to work on, the things that I try to hide from other people, the vulnerable parts of me, and truly learning and accepting all those things in me. So I won't project that and expect someone else to accept me if I don't accept me. So like truly working on myself, and that's the season I'm in now. Um, I am okay with not talking to nobody, not dating nobody, not in cahoots with anybody, because I'm like, I need to take this time to be selfish and to really, really work on myself before I try to get together or try to talk to or date anybody because I won't be ready I won't be ready to accept them I won't be ready to open up to them so and to the danger of that is some people with the wrong intentions they can spot that in people and then you know use you to their you know advantage because they see that in you they know that and so if they're 
you know, selfish human being, they take advantage of that. And then that comes with, oh, I was hurt in a past relationship. Now I'm closed off and have these thicker walls. And then it's just a continuous thing. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. If you liked it, if you liked our podcast, please subscribe. Write us a review. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, whichever um, platform you prefer. Be sure to write us in at shemeherpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, if you want any advice, we'll do our best to answer. And follow us on Instagram at shemeher underscore podcast. I think that's all that I have to say. Again, thank you for listening and bye. (laughs)